up guys and welcome back to goddess level podcast i'm your host natasha aka the goddess tosh and this is episode five i missed you guys i wanted to say last week my energy was really not there to be honest i feel like i was going through stuff and it reflected in the podcast so just want to say i apologize for that this week we're back we're better than ever it's a new month sometimes you know you just gotta reset refocus and then just focus on what matters and what you enjoy doing and just not overthink because i feel like sometimes too i overthink like oh my god like what topics am i going to talk about are they going to like it am i going to get views and it's just like i just need to go back to the basics go back to the reason why i was excited to do this podcast to begin with and not focus so much on like everyone else's perception like yeah if people listen i'm so grateful for that but at the end of the day that's not why i'm doing this so I think that's a good segue into us talking about, you know, mental health and making sure you do for yourself, you take time for that self-care because at the end of the day, everybody is fighting battles that they don't discuss. Everyone's going through stuff, whether it be bills, relationship, family, everybody is fighting these battles that they don't talk about. So I feel like it's important to take time to like do things for yourself whether it be get your nails done get your hair done like even just getting up waking up doing your makeup or taking a nice hot bath watching your favorite show going outside with your friends going out for drinks dinner just doing something that is for yourself and makes yourself feel better can make a world of a difference because truthfully especially recently there's been times where I don't even want to get out of bed and I feel like super depressed. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to like, I could literally like lay in bed for days and just wallow. And it's like, that's real. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and be like, oh, my life is great. Like everything is always going great. Like, yeah, there's times where you're going to be down, but there's times that you're going to be up. So the bad times definitely make you appreciate the good times. So just do for yourself. You, know, you can invite your friends over have do each other's nails do a spa day whatever you need to do in order to refresh something that i do when i'm feeling like down i like to meditate so the first thing i do usually is i get in a quiet place whether it be my apartment or wherever and i just close my eyes and i meditate and i try to imagine how i want my life to be i'm really big into spirituality manifestation and I know for a fact that it works because there's times like even last year when I think back to last year where I was in life versus this year like my life is completely different and that is no coincidence it's really just based off my spirituality uh, manifestation just thinking to myself okay I'm not where I need to be right now but I will be and also speaking things into existence a lot so I'm a strong believer in that. Also, last year, around this time, I did a vision board for 2023. And honestly, like majority of the stuff on that vision board has already came true. I'm still working on some other things, but the point is, you can't just say, oh, I'm gonna manifest this and then put no work behind it. Obviously, you still have to work on it in order for the manifestation to come true. But it's the first step, putting it into the universe. So I'll give you an example. If you're like, oh, I want to drive a 2023, um, I don't know, BMW. Okay, the first technique is you could write it down. You could say, I will drive a 2023 BMW. I will drive a 2023 BMW. And you just keep writing that down. It's called scribing. 
and you just envision it, envision it, envision it. I drive a 2023 BMW. I own a 2023 BMW. I own a Jeep Wrangler. I own an AMG. I own, like, you know, speak it in the present tense as if it already exists. So that's another thing. So like when I was trying to get this apartment, for example, um, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know how the hell I was going to get my own place. Like my credit at the time wasn't the best. I was still living at home with my mom and I was just like, oh my God, like just miserable. Like I need my own place. I need my own stuff, but I don't know how I'm going to get it. And one of the podcasts that I listened to at the time is called My Manifesting Bestie Podcast. And I really, really, really like took everything that she said to heart and I really did the work and I was like, you know what? Start seeing things a different way. Because I used to be really negative. I used to complain a lot. I used to be like, oh my God, like I hate my life. Things are never going to change. I'm always going to be broke. I'm always going to be this. Why me? Why me? Why me? I always used to like have that outlook on life. And then I noticed that once I changed my outlook on life and I was like, you know what? No, I will have money. I will be rich. I will have my own place. I will drive a new car. I will have this. You, you know, once you change your mindset, everything else in your life changes as well. So that's a huge, huge, huge thing. Like just speaking positivity into the world and not negativity because believe it or not, the universe is listening to everything that you say. So when you're like, oh, I hate my job. I hate my life. Oh, I'm broke. Oh my God. Like poor me. You know, then you're going to be stuck in the fucking, you're going to be stuck being broke. You're going to be stuck being miserable and nothing is going to go for you. Nothing is going to go well for you. But yeah, that's really what I want to talk about, being that it's a new month and also the year is coming to an end. We have two months left before we go into 2024. It's freaking crazy. I feel like these months are flying by. It's just, it's crazy. Like, I remember when I first moved into my new place and then it's like, now I'm almost going to be here a year. And just thinking about that, I'm excited for the new year. I'm excited for what's to come. Even though, you know, I've had some definite had some definite ups and downs for sure like i've gone through my own personal struggles not everything is like amazing I've had some ups and i've had some downs however i am excited for the new year because i'm excited to set my goals and to set my intentions into the world and see what comes out of it so yeah like my favorite thing to do is definitely journaling I definitely write down all my goals i can definitely like go through old journals from like a year two years ago and like look at the things I wanted and I have them now. So now it's like nothing is impossible. Like when people are like, oh, that's delusional. Oh, you know, you, you're unrealistic of the stuff that you want out of life. And honestly, anything that you want in this life, you can get it. Never let anybody tell you that your dreams are out of reach. Now, if the dreams don't come true, it's your fault because you have the same 24 hours as anybody else and you could definitely change your life around like I use Kai Sennett as an example everybody knows Kai Sennett he's if you don't know him he's a popular twitch streamer and I was never really into him that much like I just recently started watching his stuff the first time I started watching him was when he did that 24 hour stream with Offset and I really tuned in I was like oh I really like this guy he's funny then I found out he's from the Bronx and I was like this guy's from the Bronx and just hearing his story of how he came about and everything, like, I was intrigued. I was like, okay, first of all, he's from New York. Second of all, he's from the Bronx. And it's really inspiring, especially when it's somebody that comes from your hometown and they're doing big things and they're younger than you. And it's just like, okay, what is your excuse? 
so yeah he's like the number one streamer in the world he's doing big things um i just tuned in to his seven day stream he did like a seven day experiment of him being in jail and he had like different celebrities in there with him and at first people were like what the hell is this like he's promoting prison to young kids so many young kids look up to him and he's like trying to make it seem like prison is cool but once I actually tuned in and I watched it, I was like, this guy is like a genius. His content is like next level. And I don't think that he was trying to tell them that, oh, prison is cool. I think he was just trying to like show kids like you could do anything that you want in the world. Stay out of jail. Like jail is not cool. And it was pretty cool. He literally sat there, no phone, other than his um computer that was set up for streaming. He was without any phone. He was like not eating regular food. He was eating jail food. He was in there with like, they were actors, but you know, they looked real like inmates. Sleeping on jail beds, you know, showering. Like it was crazy. Like tuning into that, I was just like, this is crazy. This is like next level. That stream was highly entertaining. I, I found myself sitting there for hours on end just watching that stream. He had Drewski in there. He had Krishan in there. It was so entertaining. Like, I would never find myself sitting there and watching a, a Twitch stream. That's just another, that's never something I've been interested in. But because of him and because how relatable he is, I was tuned in. It was really cool. And honestly, at the end of it, he's just like, what I took away from this experience is one, I never want to go to jail. Two, I'm so grateful for everything I have. He's like, I'm so grateful the fact that like I could eat regular food. I'm so grateful the fact that I have my phone. I'm so grateful the fact that like I don't have to live in a small, confined, uncomfortable place. So that was cool. So right now we're gonna get into our hot topics of the day. We're going to talk about the latest episode of Baddies East, of course. Um, again, this is a week behind, so we're talking about pretty much last week's episode. This is going to come out on Monday, so there's a new... Uh, I'm filming this on Saturday. There's a new episode coming out tomorrow, so it's a little behind. But we're going to talk about the most recent episode of Baddies East. And, okay, so what happened? So Krishan left the show, basically, because she's preparing for to give birth. So now the girls that we have left on the show are Scotty, Roly, T, um, fuck, Anime, Sky, Mariah Lynn, Smiley. So in the episode, Smiley's not feeling good and T's not feeling good. Smiley goes off to the hospital. Apparently, she had a miscarriage. And all the girls are getting on her case because they're like, why is this girl laughing and smiling after saying that she just had a miscarriage? So they think the girl's crazy. They don't want to be around her. And then Natalie's like, oh, we have a fun activity. We're going to go go-karting. So she takes all the girls to this go-karting place. And then T, she keeps saying, I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling good. Oh, and one more thing. Natalie brings in a replacement because Saya left the show, which is fine. She wasn't really giving anything. And I feel like it wasn't the right environment for her. I feel like she's actually talented. She's a good rapper, so she should stick to that. She shouldn't be on, like, this ratchet platform. Especially coming from, like, sisterhood of hip-hop. Like, this just wasn't the right platform for her. So, of course, she gave nothing for the show. So, anyway, Natalie's like, oh, we need a replacement. Whoa, Vicky left. Um... Saya left, so now we need to bring in the replacement. 
So she brings E.T. aka Scarface. Again, I don't know anything about this girl because I do not watch Now That's What I Call TV. I don't watch that network. I feel like Zeus Network is just about the right amount of ratchet that I could handle. So I don't know anything about this girl. Natalie's like, oh, she's a fan favorite. Everybody was like, bring Scarface on, bring Scarface on. Apparently, Scarface is Krishan's op. So now Krishan left the show. Obviously, her sister Takashi um, and her, or is it Taseki? Her sister Taseki and her, you know, they had that falling out. So now Taseki is like, she's not really on Krishan's side. So Taseki's like, I don't really care if the girl's here or not. So Scarface comes in like guns blazing, talking about, oh, I'm I'm the baddest. I'll fight anybody. Da -da -da -da. And I'm just like, who is this girl? Who is this girl? I didn't like her energy off rip. So of course Rolly's like, oh, that's my bitch. That's my girl. Rolly, honestly, it's time for you to pack it up. Scotty as well. And I was a Scotty fan, but now I'm not fucking with Scotty. Also, side note, I had hit up Scotty asking her if she wants to be on the podcast and she totally did not respond to me. So if you're watching this, Scotty, it's time for you to pack it up. Allegedly, she said that this is going to be her last season of Baddies anyway. TikTok and Twitter are like, thank God. Thank God, Scotty, because your time is up. But more so, Roly as well. Roly has turned into a big, fat bully. Like, it's not really giving, like... People are like, oh, she got this BBL and then she doesn't know how to act. I agree. First of all, I was never really a Rolly stan to begin with. I really didn't feel like she gave much. I mean, she had her moments. She had her one-liners where she was funny. But then again, everybody has their moments on that show where they give a little razzle-dazzle to it. But I feel like Rolly just, I don't know, she changed a lot. She became a follower. And um, let's go back to the go-karting. So everyone gets to the go-karting place and then, you know, Tija's there, quiet. She's not feeling good. So when when someone's not feeling good, leave them the fuck alone. What's wrong with you, Tija? Remember, she I was sick yesterday. Good. She was sick yesterday. And so why are you here trying to get everybody else sick? We don't want to not feel good either. T talking about how she's sick and how she doesn't feel good. So why did you not stay home? And then you have an attitude with being sick. Right so we're going to get this she shit. being a good sport by coming. She's being a good sport. I'm sick. I have no makeup on. My eyes is puffy. And I'm also hearing that I'm faking that I'm sick. Like, there's times I'm not feeling good. I don't want to be in anybody's face, whatever. I feel like she was just being, like, a team player. Probably just wants to come along to film, you know, which is in her contract. And, you know, she just was minding her business. Literally minding her own business. And then all of a sudden... Rolly's like, oh, why you look like that? Why you look, why you have that face? Like, starting with her for no apparent reason. And then T's like, I don't feel good. And then Rolly's like, why would you come out if you don't feel good? I'm hearing all the tea. Oh, baby. And let's just go ahead. Come me. on. You staring at me. You what talking. the fuck is wrong with you? I'm talking. I was talking to Rolly. But you started staring at her like the death stare. No, like, she looking death. at me. Got a problem? Be her ass, her face, because that bitch lost her motherfucking mouth. Now you over here getting everybody sick. First of all, Rolly, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. Like, who died and made you queen? Who died and made your big ass queen? Not even to talk about weight, because you guys know that's a low blow. I don't want to talk about people's weight or whatever. But when it comes to Rolly, she's a big fat bully. If you're going to be a bully, then that's the only time I'll give an exception to call you out. 
Rollins a bully and then it's like all of a sudden Scarface and T are fighting and I felt like Scarface just came on the show ready to fight anybody and it's like we do like fighting, like it's entertaining and everything, but not if you're going to be a bully. I think one thing that we can all agree on is nobody likes a bully. It's whack, it's played out, and also don't fight somebody for no reason. It's so annoying. At the end of the day, like I would rather watch like a storyline and then people have drama that actually makes sense. Nobody wants like somebody that's just like fighting for no reason. It's a waste of time. A lot of All she do is run her mouth. I don't have nothing to say to her. Run my mouth like what? What are you talking about? T. What are y'all talking about? Y'all just don't you like me all day. Girl, shut up. You, you, you just making the mood all fucked up. That was it. You been That's why you just got your ass beat. Hey, bitch. Who are you? I gave you what you looking for. Bitch, give me your game card. It's for what I am. Give me your game card. Who are you? Nobody know you. I'm doing the comments, bitch, not you. What are you talking about? You better get to know me. for what? So anyway, moving on, this past weekend was Halloween and I had a time, um, I dressed up as Sailor Moon, I had three costumes, I dressed up as Sailor Moon, um, I dressed up as a ninja and then I also like, I did like a sexy scream, I'm gonna insert the pictures but it was fun, me and my friends we went to a day party and honestly it was lit, it was like bring your own booze so like each of us had our own bottle. We were taking shots. I left that party like so lit. The cab is like, oh miss, you can't smoke in here. I'm like, I'm not even smoking. I don't even smoke. I'm not even a smoker. Turns out I smell like straight up Mary Jane. And I'm just like, I don't even smoke. And if you're a smoker, I just don't understand how you can tolerate that smell. Because I feel like that smell is just so like... That's why I don't smoke. I really don't like the smell. I don't like the way my clothes smell. I strictly stick to hookah. Hookah doesn't really like make you smell like anything. But anyway, I feel like everybody did their big one this Halloween. Everybody was so creative. I wish I could be creative with my Halloween costume. Yeah, I feel like there were some amazing creative costumes this year. However, I did see something on social media that really rubbed me the wrong way. And I wanted to discuss it. So I saw a costume of a child, a literal child, and their parents decided to dress them up as a post-op BBL patient. I'm talking about faha, I'm talking about drains, I'm talking about stuff their boobs and stuff their butt. And I just felt like that was disgusting. That was like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And if that doesn't say something about the direction our society is going in, then I don't know what does. First of all, as you guys know, I am pro-surgery. I don't mind surgery. Like, I have no issue with it. But for me, for you to subject the child to that, first of all, you know damn well that child wants to dress up as like a princess or something cool. And you over here had the audacity, like who even thinks like that? Like, oh, let me dress up my child as like a BBL patient. That is so disgusting. And I'm going to insert the video right here. Um, just a disclaimer, you know, normally I would never post anything involving, you know, children on here. But just for the simple fact that that is just so disgusting and whoever did that deserves jail because that's just inappropriate. You know the world that we live in and you know the type of like sickles that are in this world and you're going to even like stuff a child's like, like I can't even get into it. I just feel like <laughs> the way that the world is today is just scary. Like everything going on in the world, like we're going through a literal genocide right now. And it's like, it's just crazy, everything that's, everything that's going on in the world. It's like, 
was like, damn, like, I'm scared to bring children into this world because I feel like the adults that we have, it's like the mindsets of some of these people. It's really scary. I feel like social media is like eating at you guys' brains and like making you guys really questionable. And it's like people are not in touch like with reality. Like people are just living in like this fake delusional reality. And that's fine. You know, I'm all about creating your own reality, but with a purpose. Like, why did you think it was funny to dress up a child as a BBL patient? Like, I just want to know the thought process behind that. And it was a very intricate costume. And I'm just like, can we let children be children? Like, if that was an adult dressing up like that, okay. But it was like a child. And I like based on the clip, it looked like the child like dressed up like that to go to school or whatever because there was other little kids around. It looked like a school environment. I'm just like, jail, jail. Give that parent jail. Because if that's the type of shit that they're doing, jail. It is Saturday. I'm filming this kind of late. Usually I film the podcast like earlier in the day. I mean, usually I film the podcast like earlier in the week, but you know, I had a lot going on. So I'm filming it. It's Saturday now, Saturday night, and I'm about to get ready to go on a date like after I finish filming this. And guys, like it's very nerve wracking. I haven't been on a date in so long. And it's just like, I almost didn't want to go and if you're watching this I'm so sorry um if he's watching this but it's just like the nerve-wracking like aspect of meeting somebody new and it's just like getting to know somebody new and am I really interested in this person are they really interested in me like what are their intentions and it's just so stressful to think about and it's just like I miss how dating was back in the day I feel like it was so much more like innocent you know and it was just like back in like the myspace facebook days nowadays i feel like it's just like you're going on a date and you don't know like does this person just want to fuck like does this person even like care to get to know me how many other people are they dating and this guy i'm going on a date with he's actually younger than me and it was like i'm not gonna lie when he told me his age like i <laughs> i was like oh no I can't do this and he's like oh yeah I've dated girls older than you I'm like fair enough but I feel like we're dating somebody like I feel like the youngest I've ever dated was like 25 and even that was pushing it so this guy is 23 and part of me is like okay whatever who cares like age is nothing but a number but at the end of the day it's just weird for me but at the same time it's like he's like I have a good job I this like that I have my own shit and I know a lot of guys my own age that don't have that so it's like why am I gonna like you know what's the word why am I gonna like cancel them out just because they're younger than me when they could be like a good look for me so yeah I'm, I'm pretty nervous to go on this date I'm excited but nervous you know um I'm just hoping for the best <laughs> I don't know but I think that brings me to the next topic of emotional intelligence so that's something that I do worry about when it comes to dating a younger guy like does he have that emotional intelligence does he know how to communicate I feel like an issue I've dealt with in past relationships 
is communication. I feel like more often than not, I've dealt with like very dismissive men. When you tell them how you feel, like I'll give an example. Guys, I've dated. I'll send a paragraph like basically explaining how I feel and I'll get like a one word response or the response to like part of the um, part of the paragraph I send. And it's like, it's very rare to have a guy that's like, you know what? This is how you're feeling. I acknowledge how you're feeling. Let's talk about it. And this is how I feel. You know, it's like a lot of times if a guy's not feeling you, he won't straight up tell you that he's not feeling you. If anything, he'll just get more distant. You won't hear from him. And he'll do like little things almost like for you to fall back. I feel like guys tend to not break things off with you. They'd rather you break things off with them. And they get distance. Like I was talking to this one guy like on and off like for a while. And things never got to a serious point. And I feel like in the beginning he and I were more on the serious end. Um, You know he would take me out on dates. Like he would spend money on me etc. And then it was like little by little he would get distant and I would always be like I feel like you're lying I feel like you have a double life because you're so mysterious and I can't figure you out and then my friends at the time would be like oh yeah he definitely has a girlfriend either that or he's gay and he's on the low because he like everything that he says doesn't add up and I feel like he will be lying about stuff and I would catch him in lies and it's just like all right either you have a wife a girlfriend a kid a boyfriend something something about you is not adding up but it's like me being who I am, I'm just like, you know, giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, you know, yes, certain things don't seem like, you know, what they are. But at the same time, like, just giving people the benefit of the doubt. I do that a lot. So it's like my next relationship, I definitely want a communicate. I definitely want a guy that knows how to communicate. So I feel like we're grown at this point and we should be able to have conversations about what we like, what we don't like. I should be able to say, I didn't like that. And he should be able to tell me, I didn't like that either. I don't like how you do that. Simple. But I do feel like a lot of people are not dating with intention. I feel like a lot of people don't really know what they want. It's like, I'm too grown at this point to date for just sex at this, at this point. I feel like I need a provider. I need someone that I can count on. I need a best friend. I need someone that I could tell about my day I can vent to. Because, of course, everybody always wants to be there for you when things are good. Of course, people always want to be there when you're up. But a lot of people don't want to be there when you're down. So it's like I do need someone that I can vent to. And that's not going to make me feel bad about venting. Because I've had guys like that too, like, that just don't want to hear you vent, don't want to hear that you have a bad day, like, only want to hear good, good, good. Granted, yes, if you're always complaining, I get it. Nobody wants to hear, like, somebody complain 24-7 about their situation. But at the same time, if you notice somebody being dismissive whenever you say something or whenever, like, you talk, then yeah. That person doesn't care about you at all. Because I feel like someone that cares about you will definitely be there no matter what no what i really miss how dating used to be like back in the day when a guy used to have to like call your house phone <laughs> you have to call your house phone speak to your mom first so your mom would be the first person that he would speak to and then he would have to be on his best behavior like hi uh can i speak to natasha this is da -da -da. <laughs> that was wild like a guy really had to call your house phone your landline before he could speak to you and then when you finally got your first phone, like my first phone, I'll never forget. It was like a 
think it was a Nokia phone, like one of those flat bricks. I'll post, I'll put a picture here if I can uh, for my YouTube viewers, but for my Spotify and Apple Music um, listeners, you guys just kind of have to like envision it. So it was like a brick, like a Nokia, one of those Nokia phones, not the flip phone, like the Nokia phone. I don't even know how like we used to text on those things. Like this is so wild. But like, yeah, I remember my first little boyfriend in like elementary school or middle school, me and him would just be texting. And that's when it was like free nights and weekends. <laughs> and then the original dating site that we used to have, like for all the all the kids in New York City, let me know if you remember this. It was called Sconags. It was like a dating site for like high schoolers or middle schoolers. Sconags, like I remember Sconags, and then there was also Mi Gente, which was like similar, but it was for like Spanish. It was Sconags, Mi Gente, and then what else was there other than like MySpace? We had AIM, obviously. Wow, that was such a wild ass time. So, yeah, like on the Sconags, like all like. Depending on what school you were from, everybody would communicate through Skonags and then like you would meet up with each other after school. Like it was so wild. And then me, like, you know, I was always a truant. So I used to skip school. Me and my ratchet homegirls, we would go hang out. We would be in the like in the stairwell, just like being ratchet, smoking, like, oh my god. That was just such a ratchet time. Skipping school. At that time, my high school, I could just like walk through the front door. It was a hot mess. And then, yeah, like, oh my God. I'm just like going down memory lane. I'm thinking about like my first time. Do y'all want to hear my first time story? Cause, oh my God. My first time was with this boy. I. <laughs> oh my God. His name was Domingo. Domingo. Like Sunday like the day of the week sunday that was his name and i remember we used to work together like one of my first ever jobs i i forgot how old i was my first i think i was like maybe like 16 17 it was like it was a retail job so i remember like we used to work together and like this is when i was working at it was a retail store it was new york and company so we had to dress like business casual so, you know, all the boys in there had to do the ties and the button-down shirts. And then the girls had to wear, like, slacks and button-down shirts. So, I would see him at work and I'd be like, oh, he's actually really cute. Then, I forgot what happened. Like, we exchanged numbers or something like that. And then, he was like, oh, come, come over. Let's hang out. So, he invited me over. And then, he picked me up. And I remember he was so hood. He was, like, so ghetto like he pulled up like last and that like hood rap music I remember he had like a do-rag on like just like completely 180 mind you i would see this guy in like a suit like a, a dress shirt and a tie so i'm like who the hell is this man like who the hell is this man picking me up it was so crazy and then um so yeah we went back to his place and like I was feeling uncomfortable so I like invited my friend over I invited like my best friend at the time and my other friend at the time because I was like I don't want to be at this guy's house by myself like whatever so they came through and 
it was the craziest thing. Like he literally, he was playing around. He literally pulled out a gun on my friend. Like, oh, da -da -da. like trying to act like a gangster. Like, oh, what if I was just to shoot you right now? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why, guys. This is who I lost my virginity to. A literal drug dealer gang banger. My friends were like, we gotta go. We gotta go. We can't be here right now. And then he was like, oh, this is not a real gun. This is like a paintball gun. I was just joking. And we were like, you're a literal psychopath. Like, who pulls out a fucking paintball gun and threatens to, like, shoot somebody? Guys, when I tell you I was a badass, I was a wild child, I was. I don't know what made me think about that. I think we were just talking about, like, dating and everything. <laughs> Okay guys, so we're gonna get into the advice segment. I asked you guys to send me in some advice um, earlier in the week and I got a few and I picked out one. So I'm gonna read it right now and I'm gonna try my best to give you guys advice. All right, so I really like your podcast. Keep doing you. Um, so my question I want advice on is, I've been talking to this dude for a long time and he never initiates sex. Anytime we do anything, I'm always the one to start it. Is he cheating or is he just not that into me? <sighs> Honestly, it's easy to say that guys always want sex and guys are always horny. But at the same time, maybe he just wants to like spend time with you and kick it with you. But at the same time, maybe you should have a conversation with him like... Hey, like I'm always the one to initiate sex. Like, are you just not into it? Like, is there anything like that you're into, like different kinks or something that we could try? Um, or like whatever the case may be. Now, if he gets defensive about it, then I would definitely just like keep a note of that because that is pretty weird. I wouldn't automatically assume that he's cheating, but I feel like there's definitely more to the story. I do find that a little weird. But keep in mind, not every relationship is just has to be all about sex. Maybe he really just fucks with you, likes to spend time with you. Aside from the sexual stuff, I would definitely like, you know, stop initiating, stop initiating the sex for a little while. Just like let it be and see if he comes to you. Um, see if that kind of solves the problem a bit. Because if you're always the one initiating it, it's not like he's, like, not doing it with you, right? Just, like, you know, get a feel for his vibe. Get a feel for how it is after a while if you stop initiating it. Just kick back, vibe with him, do activities with him, and see how the energy goes. Now, if, like, time passes and you realize he's not initiating anything with you, then I think it's time to have a conversation about it, especially if it bothers you. If you feel like it's not a big deal, then I maybe, you know, just let it go. But if you feel like you know sex is important to you and he's not giving you that aspect then i would definitely say it's best to have a conversation with him and see how it goes and i wish you the best of luck all right guys that's it for this podcast thank you so much for tuning in i really appreciate it i'm gonna work on getting some you know some good guests for the next coming weeks um you know we are going to the holidays we're going to thanksgiving christmas my birthday and new year's is all coming up so it's going to get really chaotic. Um, I don't know if I'm going to stick with the same posting schedule. 
um if it's gonna be monday i'm gonna try my best but again there's a lot happening in the next coming weeks if anything changes i would definitely let you guys know even if i cannot film a video excuse me even if i cannot film a video portion i'll still make sure to post something um but yeah episode five this is goddess love a podcast i'm your host natasha and i'm out bye